Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Sal Vetri Show. The DFS clip you're about to hear originally aired on my YouTube channel. And before we get into it, you can leave a five-star review. If you can subscribe, download to the podcast, like and share, whatever you have to do, I greatly appreciate that. Helps the podcast out a lot, helps us reach more people. What I would hope is this beneficial content. So welcome and enjoy. Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the channel. It is 7.29 a.m. East Coast time. It is Sunday, October 27th. And yes, it is an NFL football Sunday. So first time I'm going to be doing an NBA. First time there's NBA this year on football Sunday. So I'm going to see how it works out in terms of viewership. I'm expecting not many people to be interested as they'll be watching football all day and playing NFL DFS. But if we get some good traction, I'll continue to do Sunday morning videos. We are now have done a video every single day. What is it? Five for five for the NBA slate as this one is uh, a quick little four game slate. There's five total games. One starts at 330. Not covering that. That's not on any of the DraftKings slates. But there is a four game slate starting at six. There's a three game slate starting at seven. We'll cover the four game slate here. Injury news, target off and sheet. And then early interest. My projections will be up on Patreon uh, later today. And if you're watching this before the NFL games start, you can check out all of my NFL content is officially up. The Closing Thoughts podcast went up today. I updated the cash game tiers and projections, as well as a ton of other stuff throughout the week uh, that is up there, about 25 hours of work. And NBA projections will probably be out sometime around 1 p.m., uh, right around when games lock, just because I have to do some streams and some other stuff to project minutes, a smaller slate, won't be as much, but there's some NFL stuff I have to get done as well. So if you're watching this, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button if you get any value. My name is Sal Vetri. I do cover daily fantasy sports in the NFL, NBA, WNBA, and the NBA streets like you're seeing right here. Four games late, like we said, to get into it. We are now over 13,600 subscribers. We're gaining about 150 of all of you guys and girls a day. So really appreciate it. Thank you all so much. Uh, and if you do watch this, again, there's not going to be many people because it's an NBA slate on an NFL Sunday. Um, but Maybe we can get some traction, and if we do, then I'll continue to do this uh, because, yeah, it's a ton of fun to do, and I, I just love the NBA, and I'll be playing the NBA today, so I have some things initially prepped at the early morning hours after doing some NFL stuff. So let's get into it. Hit the subscribe button. Down below in the description, you find all of my Patreon-exclusive content and all my social medias where you can find me. Um, and also, if you're listening on the audio version of this, how's it going? Hope you're having a good day. I will be sure to add this to the audio version where you can find pretty much any single place you listen to podcasts. And if you do have a couple seconds, you just hit the follow and subscribe button. If you're listening on Spotify, I just had to update the Spotify link. So all of our followers over there, uh, we lost them. So if you are somebody who did follow, if you can please follow again, that does help out. So thanks so much. Appreciate it. Uh, getting into this now. So injury updates, um, we'll just go based on a per team basis here. Uh, so what you have for Miami is Jimmy Butler is going to miss again, personal reasons. I didn't really look too deep into it, but personal reasons, he's out again today. And Deion Waiters is going to rejoin the team tomorrow. He's still on suspension. So once again, as you've been having, these teams are not going to have those guys. And yesterday, Miami went to overtime in a game that was on, not on the main slate. Started a little bit earlier in the day on Saturday. They went to overtime. All these guys played a ton of minutes. So when we're going through projecting minutes, and you can see later in my projections, if you are a patron, um, and we need five more for 300 patrons, by the way, and I'll give away another lifetime subscription to Patreon from me. So as long as there's a Patreon account of me, there's a subscription for the person. We already gave one out when we hit 200, and uh, we're about to hit 300, potentially by this week. So, um, But yeah, it's really tough. When I'm going to be projecting these minutes, I'm going to have to factor in that this team's playing on the back end of a back-to-back after an overtime game. Guys like Bam Adebayo, right? Um, they're not going to have to see that they're not going to be playing their full range of minutes after playing 38 minutes last night. Justice Winslow played 41 minutes last night, right? Some of these guys on the back end of back-to-back, they're going to have to have minutes bumped down. But at the same time, there's no Jimmy Butler, there's, there's no Deion Waiters, and there's probably going to be no Derek Jones Jr. 
you're missing three pieces of your rotation. Derek Jones Jr. playing around 15, 16 minutes per game. Butler was definitely going to play in the 30s. Deion Waiter would play close to 28 to 32 minutes a game in this rotation. It's really difficult to bump them down all that much. So just based on the fact that they don't have bodies in their rotation right now, especially at the guard position, yeah, they're going to be needing uh, guards, small forward, wherever you want to call uh, Deion Waiter's um, and Jimmy Butler's position pretty identical as they kind of rotate through shooting guard and small forward. You, and now Derek Jones Jr. as well as a small forward, you're going to need to still give these guys minutes. So I think they will benefit uh, some. Kyle Kuzma, he's going to be doubtful. He's been practicing in four-on-fours, but not yet five-on-fives. Rajon Rondo is going to be questionable with a calf injury for this one against Charlotte. Um, that is the Lakers news. And then if we get to Dallas news, it's just Dwight Powell uh, ruled out already for a hamstring. So we got that news early. Maxi Kleba, who has not been performing all that much, but is getting the minutes at center and starting. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, the guy who's the flat minimum today, he is not a great point-per-minute producer, but in the first two games without Maxi Kleber, he's taking advantage of some center minutes as well as a lot of power forward minutes. Uh, so somebody to keep an eye on today. Charlotte News, Nicholas Batum, finger injury. He's still going to miss about two to three more weeks. Um, just worth mentioning there as a shooting guard, small forward. We talked about Derek Jones Jr. for Miami. Uh, he is going to be doubtful today, probably not play. Injured his grand last night. And then Brandon Clark, the rookie for Memphis, who's been playing pretty well as a power forward. He gets a good matchup today against Brooklyn, but he's questionable with a back injury that he tweaked yesterday. If he plays, I like him at 3,900 as an option. If he doesn't play, I like some other guys that we'll talk about in the early interests, even more for Memphis. Guys like Jay Crowder, I see a little bit of a boost for their point per minute and overall minute production. So that is all the injuries. We're going to move over to the target offense sheet. You can see I made the target offense sheet. This little top one is just for the 330 game. If you're playing it, you can see some of the stats primarily from last year. I'm going to start pulling the target offense sheet stats for this upcoming year, defense versus position, pace, and all that stuff. Uh, probably in the next week or so. Don't want to have too small of a sample, but something to work off of for sure is beneficial. Highest team total on the slate is Minnesota at 115. Look, Carl Anthony Towns is going to be playing against a Miami defense that is one banged up. No Butler, no Derrick Jones, no Deion Waiters team in general. And coming off of an overtime win or an overtime game, I don't even know if they ended up winning that game against the Bucs. Um, I saw Giannis went off, but an overtime game in which all these Miami guys just played a ton of minutes and now have to play once again um, and have to play once again in like a 24-hour, less than 24-hour span by the time that that game ended. So, yeah, it's a, it's a really bad spot for Miami here, and it's being reflected a little bit in Minnesota being a 115 favorite. They're also the better team with all these injuries to Miami. Carl Anthony Towns should continue to have the offense move through him. The Lakers have the second-highest total right there with Minnesota pretty much 114.75 on today's slate. And that game projects out to be the fastest pace game on the slate between Charlotte and the Lakers. Look, Charlotte doesn't really have much, right? Obviously, Kem is out there. They don't really have a reason to try and push the ball. We'll see if Cody Zeller suits up today. Cody Zeller was not playing uh, in their last game. So I should be putting that also into the injury dashboard. Just kind of put an asterisk, see if Cody Zeller plays. The news is that he should be playing, but just make sure to check in on that. Lakers um, pretty much are going to be at full strength today. Obviously, no Kyle Kuzma, but full strength to how they have been. Rajon Rondo is going to be questionable once again. I would expect him to play, but keep an eye on it. Um, but that being said, it's a very beneficial matchup against a Charlotte team that last year really struggled to defend bigs, really struggled to defend the shooting guard position. Um, where you're going to see today is guys like... Um, at the shooting guard position, guys like Danny Green will take over there. Caldwell Pope will have beneficial matchups. But then when you have Anthony Davis playing as a big, when you have um, guys like LeBron on this team, it's not really going to matter how good of a defense they were last year at those positions, especially when you factor in that they lost pieces, right? I mean, they lost Kemba Walker, who was a good defender, helped out their point guard spot. LeBron James is going to have a much better time uh, today and a much easier time, in my opinion. Um, so I think that that's a, a good spot to target. Obviously, the Lakers, I really like Minnesota, but Minnesota works through Carl Anthony Towns, and that's about it. Robert Covington had a down game last time, um, but last time out, but I think that's a rebound spot for him. But it's really just, and so has Jeff Teague not been playing all that well so far this season. Andrew Wiggins has been playing okay through two games, better than expected, I would say. Um, but it's really just through Carl Anthony Towns from Minnesota. 
Brooklyn has a 113.75 team total. It's a nice team total spot. It's just where do you go? Uh, Kyrie Irving's priced to how he should be. Kyrie Irving today is going to have a, not difficult, but you, I mean, you're going to get the rookie John Morant guarding you, so really not a difficult matchup at all. So it's a good spot for Kyrie, but I think you still have Karis LeVert overpriced. I think Dinwiddie's at a good price point, and we'll get to him. Um, nice pace spot overall, or a nice uh, total spot overall, but the pace isn't going to be great. Memphis played at uh, bottom three pace in the league last year. Memphis last year struggled at the guarding the center position. I don't really want to get to Jared Allen, though, today, or splitting minutes with DeAndre Jordan. Um, Jonas Valanciunas came there later last year from Toronto, so that kind of impacted it. Jonas or Joe Val, though, he's still going to not be playing full minutes. Uh, Memphis also struggled guarding power forward. So a guy like Terry and Prince becomes a sneaky play, but not somebody I'm dying to play. Dallas, we mentioned they're going to have no Dwight Powell today. Dallas with a 111.25 team total in a game that's below average pace looking at last year. Uh, last year, the Portland struggled defending point guards, shooting guards. Um, even with Damian Lillard out there and CJ McCollum, when they want to play defense in the playoffs, they surely can. But uh, Luka coming off a triple-double should be almost two triple-doubles through two games this year. Um, but got the 10 assists, 10 rebounds in the last one exactly on the mark for the triple-double. He's obviously in a good spot. He's not priced up enough for this matchup. 9,500 is completely fine, in my opinion. Um, decent total. So games and teams that I probably stay away from. Charlotte, really nothing there. I, I like. I really like Graham. Graham's been playing great. Devontae Graham the last couple of games. But not really much I like there, right? Uh, Cody Seller going to be out. They only have a 101.75 team total. By far the lowest on today's slate by 7 points. Terrible. I'm really not probably going to get to Charlotte all that much, if at all. Probably not at all. Memphis, I do think John Morant's interesting, but he's only played 25 and 28 minutes. Let the kid play like 34 minutes, and he'll probably ball out in a decent matchup against Brooklyn. Obviously, Kyrie Irving going to be going up against him for most of that game, so that's pretty terrifying. Spencer Dinwiddie off the bench plays a lot of good defense, So, um, but I want to see what this kid can do when he has more minutes. Uh, Memphis, really nothing standing out since Joe Val uh, is going to be out. It's really just their power forward position if Brandon Clark, the rookie, is out. Jay Crowder becomes an even better play. Um, but let's get into some of these early interests. I think we hit on most of these teams and where they stand. Miami, we hit on in good depth in terms of where their injuries are and who's going to be filling in. We'll talk about in the early interests. So now for early interest, there's a lot. Look, I got 16 players on an early interest slate for five games. These are going to change. They're always subject to change. Do not just plug and place these guys. You have to watch the injury news um, before lock. You have to be checking in on things. The projections for me haven't even been created yet. I'm going to be creating those in the next couple hours. So obviously those are going to really change what I'm seeing here but these are early interests and that's all they're titled they're not my picks they're not my locks they're early interests based on me breaking down the slate in a preliminary look Carl Anthony Towns his price point dropped $700 facing a Miami team that is going to be tired coming off an overtime now on a back-to-back I don't know how it's this cheap. I get it. Miami's a very good defense. They're also very banged up. Um, sure, Bam's a quality defender. He's also going to be very tired. Uh, this is a spot where I really like it. No Derek Jones Jr. It's going to be Kelly Olynyk getting a lot of the four minutes here. Um, so, yeah, Carl Anthony Towns is a smash play. I don't know how you get away from him on a short slate. The guy's averaging goddamn near 80 fantasy points a game, over 80 fantasy points a game right now. He scored 82 fantasy points in pretty much three quarters last time out. Um, yeah, great spot. Luca, I have as a question mark only because of the price tag. Look, if you're going to play Towns, can you afford Luca? I really want to play Towns. I prioritize Towns over Luca Dantich, even though Luca's coming off a triple double. Look, Luca's fantastic games are 60 point games. Carl Anthony Towns' average games at this point are going to be close to that. I'm being completely honest. This offense wants to move completely through. Call Anthony Towns as long as it's not a blowout or he's getting in foul trouble and it does not project to be a blowout today is, I think, a five-point favorite. It's really hard for me to see Luka ever scoring out, outscoring Carl Anthony Towns. Just the position that he plays, like Luka's triple-doubles, his really good games are going to get you 60 points, 65 points. Carl Anthony Towns, as you've seen the first two games, 80 points in really good games. But more times than not, Carl Anthony Towns is going to score you 50 to 60. So when Carl Anthony Towns' median projection is close to Luka Dantich's ceiling, yeah, I pay $600 more for that. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr., 6,500. Yeah, so I like these power forwards for Memphis. Uh, I'm going to take John Morant off of here. It's just a really tough matchup for a guy who's not getting enough minutes as of right now, so I'm going to take him off. 
But Jaron Jackson Jr. is fine. I like Jay Crowder as well for a cheaper price tag. All these power forwards against Brooklyn are in beneficial spots. Going to go up against Torian Prince, who's an undersized power forward in my in my opinion. More so a small forward where he really played with the Hawks, but now he's being kind of forced to play power forward for this um, Nets team. So I like Jaron Jackson Jr. there. He's fine at 6,500. I probably prefer Jay Crowder at 44. The reason I have Jay Crowder right now in yellow and not as a green, just go ahead and play, is I want to see what happens with Brandon Clark. If Brandon Clark's out, yeah, Jay Crowder's a fantastic play. If Brandon Clark's in, eh, Crowder's minutes, he'll still get his minutes at the 3 and the 4, but not nearly as much. And I do have interest in Brandon Clark at 3,900. If Brandon Clark plays, would be a guy to see 25-plus minutes as a power forward in a beneficial matchup for a rookie who hasn't been playing very well. Kendrick Nunn and Goran Dragic are the two Miami guys that I like the most. Don't really want to be getting to Bam today in a tough matchup all day long. He's going to have to be really focusing on defense against Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Justice Winslow has been playing huge minutes, 41 minutes last night. Now he's a younger player, right? Hasn't been in the league all that long. Uh, what, four or five years? Five years, I think, for Justice Winslow. Maybe I'm completely wrong, and he's been in for like seven, but that's a spot where I don't think they're going to limit his minutes all that much, but he's still now priced up. He's like 7,500. He has to go for, for around 40 points for him to really pay off, and you feel good about that tag, whereas Goran Dragic is still underpriced. Like He's the guy whose tag has not been moving at 5,400, and he's been producing. Similar things can be said for Kendrick Nunn, uh, and Nunn has been starting, so I like both those guys. Zach Collins at 4,900 is a really good price point. There's still no Dwight Powell for Dallas. He's going to be going up against primarily guys like Maxi Kleber and Dorian Finney-Smith. Finney-Smith is a good defender. But he's not going to be on him the entire game. $4,900 for Zach Collins, who's been playing 30 minutes or so, has not been producing the first two games. So you probably see a lower um, ownership number on him. Maxi Kleber at 4400 I think I prefer just getting to Jay Crowder. I think there's more upside there. There's just not enough meat left on the bone with Porzingis playing well through two games. Luka obviously playing fantastic. It does not leave a lot there for Maxi Kleber, a guy who really relies on hitting threes to hit his ceiling type games at 4400 I mean, what do you want? You want 25 fantasy points out of him for him to absolutely smash that? It's tough for me to see that happening. 20, sure, it doesn't smash it, but it, I don't think it wins you a tournament. LeBron at 99, I prefer over Anthony Davis. He's just cheaper, and he has just as much upside. Um, but I much prefer getting to Carl Anthony Towns, and I prefer getting to cheaper Luka Dantich, so I probably don't get to LeBron. Hassan Whiteside at 7,400. I like this. <laughs> I mean, Hassan Whiteside is going to play Maxi Kleber today. Um, this is just an absolute um, fantastic matchup for Whiteside. I get there if he can. 7400 is a good price point. Spencer Dinwiddie at 4900 um, Likely to come off the bench, but still see somewhere in the 25-plus minutes. He played closer to 30 in the last game, played very well. Gets a quality matchup against Memphis now since they've shipped off all of their quality guard defenders, right, to different places this offseason. Kelly Olenek. We'll see if Kelly Olenek starts. Derek Jones Jr. is going to be out. He's been playing, or doubtful, he's been playing 16 minutes per game. That helps Kelly Olenek. That helps Myers Leonard. Now, Myers Leonard has been starting, so both these guys should see a bump. Myers Leonard is only 3400 but he's just been so damn unproductive. Um, but if he's going to be now seeing if Derek Owen Jr. is out 25-plus minutes, it's a good spot for him. Um, I don't really try and prioritize Kelly Olenek or Leonard. If Kelly Olenek starts, I would prioritize him more. If Meyer Leonard continues to start, don't really prioritize him even at the price tag. I'd rather get flat minimum Dorian Finney-Smith. Dorian Finney-Smith, more times than not, on this Dallas team won't have much to do, but he's going to rebound a lot. I imagine he stays out there more uh, in this matchup to kind of deal with Hassan Whiteside. Definitely a size mismatch, but a better defender than Maxi Kleber. Uh, so Dorian Finney-Smith at $3,000 flat is a quality play, in my opinion. Josh Okoji at 3600 is worth mentioning for some value, but it's a really tough matchup for him. And then Jay Crowder we already talked about. So that's about 16 players. I think it took out John Morant, so about 15. Their early interest. I think there's some really good matchups. Hassan Whiteside has a really good matchup. Carl Anthony Towns, in my opinion, in the specific matchup he has is good. I think Jay Crowder and Jaron Jackson Jr. have good matchups. There's some really nice matchups to take advantage of here. Um, and yeah, so hopefully this NBA video reaches people on an NFL Sunday. I feel like it's it's not going to, but if you did watch, let me know in the comments who is your favorite play of the day today in any price range. Hit the subscribe button before you leave. You can follow me on Twitter at SalvageDFS. And if you want access to my model and my projections, which I don't see or which I don't show, 
it's a total model. Uh, this is this is what the model would look like, um, but then it actually breaks down into a much easier to digest projection sheet. Um, these are not my projections for today. Uh, so if you want to look at them, these are nothing. You can see NA, nothing's populating because I haven't added anything really in today. All I added was the salaries. So thank you. I appreciate you all tuning in. I'll leave this back on the target offense sheet. My name is Sal. Best of luck today, everybody. Check out Patreon if you would like for more exclusive content and my NBA projections and all of my NFL exclusive content. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoy this podcast, if you can please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.